Welcome to the Dairy Free Daisy podcast. My name is Daisy and this is my producer, Connor. Hi. So today is a new style of episode that we thought we'd try out. Hopefully it works. Please let us know what you think. Um, we thought that new product product launches are great, diving into specific topics are good, but it's important to also be able to rustle something delicious up at home. Yes. So for episode number 14, we thought we would give people some suggestions, right, of um, sandwiches. That's right. We thought we'd start with sandwich fillings because sandwiches are simple and it's something that many of us will have for lunch at home, take take to work or to take as a packed lunch if you're at school. Um, when you first go dairy-free, you'll immediately start thinking of the sandwiches that you can't have anymore. So cheese and pickle or tuna mayo and cheese, those are just two of my personal favourites that come to mind. But actually, there are so many that naturally don't have dairy in and many which you can substitute out the dairy for dairy-free options. Yes, and we think this will end up being quite a short podcast. Um, it's more just a tester, isn't it, to see if we can do this sort of thing in the future and how it comes across in audio form. Exactly, because it's the type of thing I would do a blog post about, for sure, without second thoughts, because I know over the years I've gone and looked for dairy-free recipe ideas and inspiration so i would do a blog post about it but we want to see if it works as a podcast yes so before we begin do you want to give the little disclaimer that we do sure so as always please always double check ingredients of any products that we mention to ensure that they're suitable for your allergy intolerance or ethics a lot of products may be dairy free but do have may contain warnings so that's something that you have to check in line with your allergy and i think we should also point out that today's list is dairy free but not necessarily vegan uh, we're a podcast first and foremost for people with intolerances and allergies and that doesn't mean you won't find some vegan inspiration here too but first and foremost we're all about intolerances and allergies dairy free intolerance and allergies that's the one perfect right how how are we starting off what have you got um for the beginning well i think we should start off we've got i've got two things to highlight first so the first thing that you need to make sure when you're making sandwiches at home is that your bread is free from dairy. In most instances, it will be, but there are some breads like brioche that contain milk. And I've noticed a few other breads at like my local bakery that say that they contain milk. So just double check what you're buying to ensure it is free from dairy. And the second point is dairy-free butter. I think it's important to have a good dairy-free butter at home for your sandwiches. My personal favourite is the naturally spreadable uh, but the plant-based flora spreadable is a good option too. They both have that sort of buttery, salty buttery flavour to them, which works really well, like I've said before, on toast or in a sandwich. And I think those are just, just two key items that you need to have when you're making sandwiches at home. It sounds so simple, but if you're new to a dairy-free life, then perhaps you don't know which which dairy-free butter to go for or you don't know that some breads do contain dairy so this is why i hope that this will be that some of you will find this useful i didn't know that brioche had milk on it i know it looks sort of shiny and glazed but i wasn't i wasn't aware it was milk yeah a lot of them have when you turn them if you're buying it from a 
a supermarket, you turn over to the back, it says that it contains milk uh, and you can buy specifically vegan, dairy-free brioche rolls. Um, so that's an important one for remembering when you're having burgers at home. Yeah, and the, um, the fa- well, I was about to call it fancy bread, but when you buy bread from a bakery or, well, anywhere that's not a supermarket. Or the supermarket bakery section. We've got that I in guess, Tesco. Yeah. I guess anywhere where it's not, you know, prepackaged slices. Um, yeah. It's just not something I would have considered. Well, it's the same until I had to switch out to dairy. And then now I've seen, it's particularly in Tesco, I've seen that some of the some of the breads that they have in their bakery section do say that they contain milk. So I'm not sure why <laughs> or which ones specifically they are, because obviously I don't buy them. Uh, but it's definitely worth keeping an eye out. Yes. Yes, it is. So, fill-ins then. Let's start off with a true classic, bacon, lettuce and tomato, BLT. Um, I think you can even switch out the mayo for a vegan mayo if you need to. But a lot of them, they don't have dairy in. And if you've got no issue with egg, then you don't necessarily need to. But I think that's a classic, perfect sandwich for summer that you can make at home. It's delicious. And of course, it is naturally dairy-free as well. Yes, a classic. And one that you'll often find out and about in sandwich shops and that sort of thing. Um, Possibly with mayo on. Um, What are the options? Yeah, so if you're buying it as a pre-made sandwich in a shop, you need to check that it is actually dairy-free because they might use butter on the bread. They might have used a mayo that has dairy in, but like I said, most of them don't have dairy in. But if you're making it at home, you can control all those things. Perfect. What else have we got? So egg mayo and cress, another one that is a naturally dairy-free option, um, or just egg mayo. But you can add the cress in if you're feeling fancy. I think that's a good solid option for a homemade sandwich. And it's a little bit more effort than um, maybe just a quick... I don't know, Marmite sandwich, but it's a a tasty option. Yeah, and for some reason I'm thinking it's more like a picnic sandwich, egg mayo and cress. It makes me think of a picnic as well. It definitely makes me think of a picnic or like an afternoon tea in a a cafe or something. Anything where there's a spread of sandwiches. That's that's what I think of. Picky tea. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. The next in our list is peanut butter and jam, which obviously is taken from the class, the American classic, PB and Jelly. Um, it's one of my favourites. And I just think it's a solid choice and it's very filling. You could also do peanut butter and banana, which again is another, another classic. Add a little bit of honey if you're feeling fancy. But yeah, a good dairy-free option. And the next one we've got is... Well, I was, was, was going to ask a question about peanut butter and... And jelly. Bring it on. Is there no dairy in peanut butters? I haven't seen any peanut butter with dairy in. Okay. And with peanut butter and jelly, would you, because I've never had one, would you normally add a margarine or a butter or would the peanut butter be doing that oh, job? This is, this is down to personal preference for sure. Right. I've seen people do it both ways. I think it is genuinely up to the individual making the sandwich. Okay. I've done it both ways. I don't find the need for the butter. Um, but it's up to you. 
This is also probably a good one for children. Dairy-free children, impact lunches and things like that. Because I know as a child, I wouldn't have eaten um, egg salad or cress or any of the yeah. other ones. Um, I think this is more fun and playful. Yeah, definitely. You can even use a little cutter to cut it into a little star shape. I always, I always had my um, sandwiches in rectangles with the crust cut off. That yeah, was my, I can imagine that. That was my pat lunch. I bet you still cut the crusts off, right? I have a, I have a person for that crust, crust yeah. cutter. AKA mum. My mum. Right. What have you got next? Um, Marmite. I'd either love it or hate it. Connor's looking furious right now at this co- this uh, this choice. But in our house, we're big fans of Marmite. And using the naturally spreadable butter and the Marmite, it just works absolutely perfect together. So what is Marmite? I've never had Marmite. Yeast extract, I think. Okay. Beer barrels or something. Okay. I don't know. It just tastes nice and salty. Very tasty. Either tastes nice or horrible, depending on on who you ask. This is another one. Would you would you add butter or margarine to this? Because marmite's a spreadable type substance. Mm, I think it needs the to be able to spread it easily. You need to have the butter first. So. I use the naturally spreadable, obviously, big fan, and then I put the marmite on top. And then would you just have a marmite sandwich or would you have something else in there with it, a meat or, I don't know, something else? I like it as it is. I've heard people love it with lettuce. Lettuce? lettuce. <laughs> um, another good option is to make it into a toasty. So using marmite and then the vegan applewood cheese... Um, make it into a toasty with that. And the Marmite and cheese work really well together. And the vegan applewood cheese is pretty good. And we all know that I'm not a big fan of vegan cheeses, but I had this one the other day and it was nice. Melted, of course. Perfect. Even in Starbucks, they sell a Marmite and cheese sandwich. So Do they? Now, yeah, that... I used to buy it all the time when I was at uni. <laughs> that has shocked me. It doesn't sound like the sort of thing... Starbucks would sell. You think normal people don't eat Marmite? I think it sounds exactly like a student food. It doesn't sound like something Starbucks would I sell. I don't think I've ever heard of it as a student food. Anything? But yeah, Starbucks Starbucks sell it and they've been selling it for years. Anything years. that is just one thing between bread sounds like a student food to me. You've got to have at least two ingredients to make it a proper sandwich. You could be onto something there. <laughs> controversial sandwich views. Controversial sandwich views, yeah. Well, it, dep- it, def- yeah, it depends what you're going for. Also, while we're on the topic of Marmite, there's the Marmite peanut butter, which is amazing. The crunchy one, smooth one's not as good, but the crunchy Marmite peanut butter... It's the best thing, so I'd be very happy with a crunchy marmite sandwich, crunchy marmite peanut butter sandwich. Tasty and filling. I've got no comment because I've not, I've not had peanut butter. You've not had I've it. not had marmite. Have you not had normal peanut butter? Maybe once. Ever. Maybe once, but not, not that I can remember. Not recently. 
I'm um I'm happy I'm happy with the sandwiches I've all, I've got in my life at the moment. What's your favourite? I'll I'll just have a ham ham and ham and cheese sandwich or just ham sandwich. Well, is it a sandwich though if it's only got one ingredient? Well, I if if you I said didn't two ingredients. If I if I didn't put salad on it, I would class it as a student food. If it's just ham between two slices of bread, I would say that's not a proper sandwich and would be classed as some you know I wouldn't serve it in polite company if you came round ham sandwiches with lettuce cucumber tomato but on okay. my own just ham, ham between bread good enough <laughs> what else have you got alright on to the next one a classic tuna mayo or tuna sweet corn mayo um, I think it's a great option for a sandwich easily made into a toasty as well um and you can you could add the vegan applewood cheese in there i think that would work really nicely um if you've got another vegan cheese you like you could try that but this is my personal fave um and yeah it's it's an easy one to make up i think and it's got three components to it so it passes connor's sandwich test I was I was being rude. They are they're all sandwiches. I just think people judge you if you serve a sandwich with with one ingredient. Um, I think you're judging this podcast. You don't you don't think it's a solid podcast choice for this week. I I don't know. I think it'll be controversial. I mean, I don't think it's going to be controversial. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest there. I don't think I do not think controversial is the word that will no, be used no, to no. describe it. No, I think it's just such a such a range of what what's considered a sandwich. Like we're sticking no, we're ta- marmite. You're, you're talking. About, you mean more about the listicle aspect d- that we're that we're turning a blog post into a podcast. I know it. I can sense it. I just think you know some of these sandwiches are proper sandwiches. Like they've got names like BLT or Plowman's, the only two sandwiches yeah. I know with names, and then some of them are just an ingredient between two slices of bread. But you do you do it doesn't have to be a fancy option if you're making a pat lunch or you're just having a picnic in the park. It doesn't you don't have to make an egg mayo sandwich. You can just keep it simple and have salami and lettuce in a sandwich or tuna mayo in a sandwich you don't need to add all the extra bits sometimes it's just about having a nice simple idea i love a fancy sandwich but also i love a marmite sandwich (laughs) what else have you got so next on the list is the philadelphia plant-based cream cheese which i think is really really tasty i've bought this a few times now i think it's currently on offer in my local tesco for one pound fifty it's normally about two pounds which it is a smaller tub than the regular Philadelphia's, but I think they've done a really good job with it. To me, it tastes like Philadelphia and it works really nicely on a bagel with smoked salmon or Marmite. We love Marmite over here. Um, <laughs> or salami or mortadella, whatever you fancy. It's a good, solid option. So for, for our list, I'm going to say Philadelphia plant-based cream cheese with smoked salmon. And that would work really nicely in a regular sandwich or on a bagel. Actually, I've got a recipe for bagels on my blog. 
homemade overnight bagels and they're really worth the time they take to make. Are bagels dairy-free? I thought they'd be similar to brioche buns for some reason. As far as I'm aware, they don't contain any... um, I've never made them with dairy. I haven't seen recipes for Mm. them with dairy. Unless you're making cheese bagels. But that's a different game. Yes, I think I think this is a proper sandwich. Salmon, cream cheese, it's other things. It's got Connor's approval. Does it have a name? Or is it just salmon, salmon and cream cheese? Yeah, salmon and cream cheese. When does it? When cream does a sandwich? Or is it? What's d- the other? What's the American uh, cream cheese and locks? Is that the same thing? What's that? Yeah, locks is salmon. Okay. See that that makes it sound proper. It's got there a go. a name. Cream cheese and locks it is. <laughs> Very good. Right. What have you got next? So one option you could do is hummus, red pepper and sun-dried tomato, and that's often the sort of dairy-free option that you'll find when you're out and about. Uh but when you make it at home, it can also be very tasty. I like to make it as a toasty. To be honest, I like most sandwiches as a toasty, really, because it's generally always cold here. I mean, I think in our last couple of episodes, we were like, oh, summer's here. It's not, though, is it? It's no, cold. it's it has uh, it's got colder and it's it's rained it's a few times. Yeah, there, there was summer for a couple of days. It was nice. I remember it. Um, yeah, I remember it well. But, it, you know, it's gone. Yeah. So, yes, hummus, red pepper and sun-dried tomato. That would be really nice in a wrap, toasted um, or on a bagel. See, this sound. This sounds more proper. If you say it's in a wrap, hummus in a wrap, that sounds more like you've made an effort. If I came around and you served me that in a wrap, I'd be like, the boat has been pushed out. Yeah, but like I said, the point of that. This episode is not necessarily for pushing the boat out. It's for giving people some quick, simple ideas for making a sandwich at home. And you might think, oh, everyone knows what sandwiches to make at home. But actually, when you're faced with, oh, you've got to go dairy-free, you've got to cut out dairy, you do think about the classic cheesy sandwiches that are the best um, and your favourites. But there are a lot of options out there. And sometimes you do need a little bit of a motivational list to get your brain... I, I wasn't. Different options. I wasn't knocking this one. I think this you is. Are. I think this is a proper one. Yeah, I know, but you're saying that the other ones aren't proper. How dare you? I would never say the other ones aren't proper. Well, you'll like this next one then: salami, artichoke, lettuce, and tomato. A solid combo, um, especially if you've got a good salty butter on there as well. Um, perfect in maybe more of an Italian style bread. On a focaccia. Very nice. Or a ciabatta. Mm-hmm. Or whatever kind of bread you like. We're not snobby around here. Now, would Depends you... if Connor's coming around and you need to push the boat around, though. Push the boat out, though. Would, um, would you need to look out, if you were having those types of breads, if they contain dairy, are they the types that may contain I dairy? I would always double-check. I would always double check. I know that I haven't seen any focaccia or ciabatta with containing milk, but it's just something I would always check. Fair enough. 
what's the next sandwich day so so the next one is a spanish omelette so making a spanish omelette slicing it up putting it in a baguette adding mayo hot sauce whatever else you like to have with it it's absolutely delicious i only did this recently you can also make spanish omelette with leftover chips so if you're a rare breed who didn't eat all their chips from the chippy or you've just ordered extra which people do they'll order extra to have them the next day you can chop them up fry them up and make your spanish omelette with them instead of using potatoes and it works really well it's not something i make regularly because i don't always have the time to whip up a spanish omelette but if i do it's perfect if you're going on a picnic make it before you go Bag it up, take it with you. Eat it cold, cold and hot. That's a, pi- that's a picnic, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> can, can... Connor's just explained what a picnic is for anyone who wasn't quite sure. Can can you eat? Can you eat it cold and hot? <laughs> yeah, you can eat it cold and hot, Connor. I doubt it would still be hot when you took it out and you picked oh. it when you've wrapped it up, bagged it up and taken it with you. I think I'm adding information here. I think I'm adding something. I these know, are, these the are helpful you questions. You can, eat it hot, you can eat it hot and cold. There you go. Not something you hear every day, but you definitely, well, you've heard it here first, Spanish omelette. Spanish omelette. People know about Spanish omelets. Enjoy hot or cold. Bringing you the facts today. I think we should leave the list there. I think we've got a decent enough list, and we can expand on list in a separate blog post. Yes. No. That sounds like a good place to end it. I hope that's. uh... I think it's definitely useful for people. Whether it's useful as a podcast, I don't know. But that's the whole point of trying it. We said at the beginning, this is a bit of a test episode. It's yes. a bit of a listicle, as you would have in a blog. I think so. And there will also be a blog post alongside this, right? Yeah, we'll probably add in some extra sandwich ideas if they, you know, pass the Connor test, as long as it's not Marmite on bread. I'm I'm okay with it. I just... Um... I'm all, I don't always need a fancy sandwich. Hey. I don't always need to go to the fancy park calf that you go to. I'm I'm with you. I um I don't eat fancy sandwiches. I just You think that everyone would know all these sandwiches already. But having been dairy free for ages, I can tell you that for ages I just didn't clock to make tuna mayo, egg mayo, Spanish omelette sandwich. I just it just I don't know why. I just kind of close sandwiches off in my mind because especially when you go out there's not there's there's more options now but then there weren't that many options especially because so many places were using um dairy and like i said even if you get a blt when you're out at some of the supermarkets they do still contain dairy no that's fair enough i i see what you're saying i'm not a hundred percent against this as much as you think i am i'm i'm perfectly happy to be part of the sandwich podcast. See how it goes. We'll see how it's received. Yeah. Right, right. So, as always, there will be a blog post on the Dairy Free Daisy blog at dairyfreedaisy.com. And 
where else can people find more sandwich ideas from yourself? Well, I've been uploading regularly on TikTok and Instagram, and there's also a Facebook page and a Twitter page, all under the name Dairy Free Daisy. Fantastic. Right, well, we do hope you've enjoyed this and got some useful information out of it, and it's not all just been sass and... um, uh, we'd comments. love some feedback on this one actually so if you follow us on any of the social channels please let us know and if this is the first episode you're listening to then please scooch back and try some of the other episodes as well yeah because they are not listicles <laughs> we've got some we're on number 14 we've got 13 other ones that have got um various things in for starting and maintaining a uh, dairy-free lifestyle right and uh that's right this is just another one, another one to help people out. Right. We will. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.